Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Los Angeles, California, Joey No Chill Prano. Good afternoon, Andy. Afternoon and evening. Yeah, afternoon and evening. Late start today. Yeah, basically a Tuesday pod. It is, and 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 I'll take I'll take some blame for that. Well, obviously, I'll take the majority of it. I flew back into LA, got back in around one fifteen. So the plan was to get going at three. You only delayed us a little bit further. Well, I decided to run a half marathon today for some reason. So yeah. What, how far were you planning on running when you left? I was thinking about doing like eight miles. Okay. And you just felt good. You were in the groove. I did feel good. Well, it's, it's like the scenic track. It's all uphill. Like not, I don't say uphill. You're going upwards for the whole time. And in my head, I'm thinking, okay, I get to go back down this. So if yeah. I can keep crushing it and it's uh and it was, you know, it's like a fall day. So now it's like high of like 68 with the zero humidity and the woods were shading me and I was, you know, getting lost in my thoughts. Yeah, let's, let's, let's do this. Well, and, I, uh, I woke up this morning with uh, a foot of snow on the ground. So Tahoe's already getting snow. Tahoe got snow, their first snowfall, I mean, at lake level. I'm sure they've had some at elevation. Obviously, the lake there is also 6,000 feet up or whatever. But lake level, woke up this morning to close to a foot of snow. And, wow. Uh, you, Our friend, Jason Damashino, who uh, listens to this show when he goes to sleep. He, tell, he tells us all the time. What? He listens to us in bed i didn't so know that Keep he's it. now hearing his name in while he lies in bed he woke me up this morning and he said uh i left your car door open last night and now there's a bunch of snow in your car but it was weird because i went to i came in the house after him so i don't know what how he would have left my door open so he goes back outside and he's like doing some snow removal from his boat that just came out of the water the other day and from his driveway and from my rental car. And then he realizes, Oh no, I didn't leave your door open. A bear opened your door in the middle of the night, drank the rest of a half drank artsy cola that I left in the console and drank the other half of a mango bubbly water. That I left in the console. Are bears human? Like with this, at this point, bears are crazy. So opened the, the door. Fang marks in the bubbly. RC cola r- shredded entirely open. Just just went full Teen Wolf on it. How was the car? The car was fine. No scratches on the door. So Not the, that I would have had to worry about it. Thanks thanks to a great rental insurance. Wait a second. This is fascinating. Yep. The bear opens the car door, decides he wants some beverages, 
but doesn't destroy the car. And and actually, when I got there on Friday, Damo told me, he goes, make sure you lock your car. Bears will go in it looking for food. And I don't know if it smelled cola or something, but it opened the front door and the back door. Unbelievable. And then Damo's golf clubs were in the back seat. Didn't mess with that. My shoes were sort of that I had left in the back seat had been picked up and poked through. You sure this wasn't just a gay dude or was it an I actual s- bear? Swear. <laughs> yeah, I, I post I posted it on my Instagram story. You can see the destroyed uh, RC Cola can and the bubbly can with just fang marks in it. I'll have to check it out because uh, obviously I've been basically MIA on Instagram. I'm going to have to hop on there. Yeah, it's wild. That is nuts. And all over his house, you know, Adamo's got a tree that's like right next to his deck. Uh, sometime last year, a, a bear tried to cl- climb the tree to go on his deck to open the door. He's got like shock wires on every door. There's like a shock pad when you're stepping. Like it's ser- serious bear country. Like he said, watch out. Don't leave your car unlocked. Bears will go in it. So on Friday, I locked it. Last night, I didn't. I think a bear probably came by every night and checked the doors. Bears are crazy because the bear is like, hey, my diet is salmon and RC cola. Yeah. Like, who, who does that? Yeah. That's unbelievable. So when I returned to Enterprise, they were like, how's the car? And I said, uh, it's good. Uh, I think because I was at elevation, it says that the tire pressure is a little low. And also a bear was in it last night. So if you find any claw marks from the bear unbelievable you hear that and you're like oh that thing's so friendly but that thing will kill you like in a heartbeat yeah apparently i think that's i think thomas said brown bear black bear one of them not grizzly obviously but that they they run away from you they don't want they don't want anything to do with you they just want food i wonder if there's a bear population problem like there's too many Obviously, we needed conservation in this country, like on a lot of animals. We still do. But I wonder if now it's gone the opposite. Yeah, I have no idea. Or it's just we, we're invading their territory. I left my door open one night bearing it. So I think there's enough bears there where it's uh, every night your car gets checked by a bear. I mean, you think that bear's smart enough? He's like, yo, not tonight. He's like, he's like a person trying to rob cars in Venice. Like I'm yeah. going to check, I'm going to check the car door tonight. I'm going back. Yeah. And I wonder, I mean, I know bears have like a crazy sense of smell. So did he smell like a half open can of a half full can of RC Cola? He's like, give me that good brown juice. Bear's going to have to get his foot amputated for diabetes. Yeah. He's got that sugar foot. Just full Yogi Baron. That's unbelievable. There's some cola in the picnic basket. <laughs> Oh, that is all. I can't get over that. That's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I mean, you do. You you hear these things all the time, though. And sometimes the bears will apparently go in the car and then get trapped in the car. And so you you have to make sure you lock your door so you don't accidentally get in your car with a bear. I was saying I was saying to Dama, I was like, it's like the scene in a, a few good men, you know, when Tom Cruise gets back in after the magazine stand and the guys in his backseat looks in the mirror. He's like, (gasps) As you get in the car, you look in your rear view to back up, and there's a fucking bear in the back drinking a can of soda. Just waving to you. Yeah. 
That's that's wild. Now, yeah. that bear definitely smarter than the Chicago Bears. If we want to segue to sports, yeah, that bear owns me. Aaron Rodgers owns the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I think that bear. I think the bear in Tahoe is getting revenge on a guy who looks like Aaron Rodgers on behalf of Bears everywhere. What is he now? 22. Did I see the stat correctly? I think he's 22 and five all time against the bears. Yeah. Are the, are the Packers like low key? Like, no, like they lost game one. Otherwise they're cruising. Yeah. They're, they're cruising, but they're all like tough games. Yeah. Like Cincinnati, Chicago, you know, they're that San Francisco games. The, the Niners came back. Like they're but, winning games, but, but yeah, but five straight. And like, I feel like no one's talking about them. No one's talking about them. You're right. Now, full disclosure. I watched almost no football yesterday. I watched the Sunday night game, uh, but I teed off yesterday in this tournament, 1130 AM, uh, got to the, got to the course early with plans on watching some football. And finally got our way, you know, bribed our way into the bar that wasn't supposed to open yet. Watched the Giants right up until on consecutive plays, Andrew Thomas, the left tackle, gets hurt. Immediately upon being replaced in the game, his replacement gets beat, strip sack, fumble, immediate touchdown. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go fucking hit some balls on the range. I don't need to see this. It was pretty bad. You didn't want to watch it. I didn't. Yeah, that was when I think that made it 14-3. And that was it for me. Yeah, I mean, it got to 38-3, I think. Yeah, it was 28. I know it was 28-3 at halftime. It was a beatdown. Beatdown. Rams are looking good. Giants are looking bad. Yeah. And then uh, the other thing, actually, right before that, I almost tapped out earlier. Because in honestly, what what I can't believe isn't like an, another like you would think last week was peak, but they start Daniel Jones this week. He gets cleared to play on like Friday. Right before that, they have a fourth and one on like their own 45 or something like that. And Jason Garrett goes, why don't we QB sneak? With our quarterback, who's currently still concussed from last game. Yeah, fuck you. Well, we've uh, we've said this before, and I will uh, reiterate it, Joe. You, you need to hop on the Talkspace app, and get some uh, get some therapy, Joe. It's always good when you're frustrated with your sports team, right? I think I could use some therapy right now. Yeah, it's a great app, guys. If you need to talk to someone about the struggles you're having watching your team. Cause there's a lot of you out there. We got a call. We're playing later. There is a, there is a very, very struggling San Francisco 49 or, or I'm sorry, San Francisco giants fan. So talk space is there to help you. They can, uh, they, I'm sorry. They can't, they have therapists available 24 seven. You can send and receive unlimited messages with your dedicated therapist in the app. I have used Talkspace. It's great because unlike going to see 
a therapist in person. You got to set all this stuff up and ahead of time, not with Talkspace. It's basically at your disposal anytime you want. You can schedule live video sessions with your licensed therapist from anywhere. They have thousands of licensed therapists all over the country. So if you like your mental, if you feel like your mental health has been stuck on the sidelines, I see what they did there. Talkspace yeah. is here to help. Match with a licensed, ther- licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with the promo code DIRTY. That's $100 off when you use code DIRTY at Talkspace.com. At this point, you need like a cleaning of the house, right? For the Giants. Mentally? Um, For the Giants. I'm saying just like, like, you know, one in five, it's not going to get better. Well, it's not going to get better. What's, you know, the most frustrating part for sure is that, you know, how often can you replace your head coach? Sure. So, and they're not, they're not drafting a, you know, a quarterback. And by the way, Daniel Jones has looked actually really good prior to yesterday's game. And I didn't watch, I didn't get to see the, I mean, the fun, the, the, the sack fumble early in the game was not the see. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not convinced on him at all. Well, my point is, is you can't draft a guy today. You can't draft a guy for week seven, you know? So to me, what, you know, what are we going to do right now? And to me, the answer is exactly what I think the answer was last week. Like your defense has taken a huge step back from last year. Your offense is disgraceful with Jason Garrett specifically with all the weapons that they have now a bunch of guys are hurt but like he's also getting guys hurt and to me it's like first things first the the way a baseball team that was struggling would fire their hitting coach before they fire you know cool you if if you don't see anything from judge the rest of the year but what are you doing right now who are you making an interim head coach Certainly not the offensive or the defensive coordinator. Well, I was Certainly more, uh, yeah, I was more referring to the end of the year. Yeah. As far as well, I mean, house. unfortunately, unfortunately for us Giants fans, the end of the year is 12 fucking weeks away. So to me, it's like you still, even though your season is for sure over because you're not winning a wild card berth and you're not winning a division when, you're four games behind a Cowboys team and you're in dead last place. You need to do some sort of evaluation, whether that be of Jones, whether that be of judge, whether that be of the guys who, you know, have contracts coming up, but the evaluation uh, process on Jason Garrett is over. He's shit. He's been shit the entire time. Get him the fuck out of there before next week. I mean, the Cowboys are absolutely just going to run away with that division. Yeah. I'm like, you know, it, there's there's no division like that in football where just the one team is that much better than everyone. You know, Washington, you thought might be able to compete. They're now two and four. I still don't know where I stand on the Cowboys. You know, you, you watched that game yesterday. It's like, and I texted Tug. We'll get Tug on here. Are they the paper tiger? So they're not, they're now five and one. They've not won five in a row. Yeah. Offense looks great. 
defense is much improved. Questionable coaching still questionable sure. time management issues like like him uh, not going for it multiple times yesterday on fourth down and then instead of relying on your kicker for 50 plus yards dude your offense is great that's your strength if you can't trust Dak and your your offense to get one yard i think that says a lot and and i think their defense has been ball hawking so far and Diggs has been insane but like their defense isn't like it's not like their defense is a, I don't think they're a great defense. I think they have playmakers on defense. They get turnovers. They get turnovers, yeah. But also they've gotten ton- turnovers against some really shitty teams. And I think the big question I I almost think it hurts the Cowboys to be in such a shitty division. Like are are they going to get really te- like if they if they cruise into the playoffs are they going to have these tests fair point with with down the stretch they still have a giants again uh you know i think a redskins twice a eagles once more like i mean the eagles traded zach Ertz. like the eagles have also punted the, the eagles are punting on their season yeah well you're right they're not going to get tested it's not like any of those teams, obviously in the NFC West, but even even the South, it's going to be competitive. It'll be, you know, the North is probably going to be the Packers running away with it. Although I shouldn't say that. Minnesota's won three in a row. They'll be competitive. The Bears are always competitive. The, the Lions are just, dude. I the Lions just give up. I, I'm done. I'm done. Bet. I'm done saying you guys are going to cover the spread. I mean, you maybe done it once or twice for me. The, the Lions are. So bad. They're so bad. I watched that Bengals Lions game yesterday. I mean, you're making the Bengals look like the best team that's ever played. They are so bad. I mean, you Jericho. said, I, I said, I said, there, the lunacy that I had heard out there of this is the week the Lions get their win. Like, the what the fuck? Made anybody think because that the Lions they were could so beat close and the, like they were they sh- they were there right there against Minnesota. They were right there against Baltimore and and those you know these are home games. I just and then after the game, their coach like at this point, I just think I, there's never been a moment for one second starting on press conference day one where to me his press conferences weren't cringe and he seemed in over his head. And he seemed like he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. And honestly, I know some people have applauded the passion, but like, I don't need you crying about team. I need you being a good coach. If I'm a lions fan and his answer on golf yesterday was embarrassing him being like, he needs help. And then, and then 20 seconds of just like thinking, it's like, am I going to do this? Am I going to throw him under the, also he needs to be better. And he needs to make some throws. And also he needs help. And you're like, dude, pick a fucking lane. He's bad, dude. Jared Goff, Jared Goff is, I mean, I mean that game, like you, you want to talk about somebody who's been exposed a hundred percent. And the thing was, he always, I know we we're, we always talk about this, but you know, he was with the Rams and 
he had Sean McVay. He had the offensive guru. Dude, you see this guy now. Now, granted, it's the opposite. He's gone from the offensive guru to the Detroit Lions. So, uh, you know, it's not a middle ground, so to speak. But his, how he's so inept. He's so inept out there. He looks lost. He looks confused. He looks out of place. I mean, at this point, I'm ready to this – this is what Jared Goff is. I know we do the pizza rating. This is what Jared Goff is. I'm going to go – those pizza rolls. I'm going to go way – that's a good one. I'm going to go way old school. Jared Goff. So when I went to grade school, my, my Catholic grade school I went to, Guardian Angels grade school, which is like five minutes from where I live now, pizza day was this rectangle. Elios. Was it Elios brand though? Yeah. There's the rectangle. And then like it, it could be broken into like three. I don't think this one could be broken. This thing was so bad. It was, it was always cheese. It, it yeah. was, it was the worst pizza, but even still, you remember because in grade school, the cafeterias yeah. were terrible. Still fucking pizza You're still like, dude, Friday's pizza day. Yeah, totally. But looking back on it, that's the worst pizza I've ever eaten my entire life. Going back yeah. to grade school. That, like, that's what Jared Goff is at this point. I think Jared Goff is pizza rat. What's pizza rat? Pizza rat. Remember the pizza, the rat in New York City dragging pizza through the subway? Oh, pizza rat. I think he's a pizza wrap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the the coach the coach of the of the Lions is Pizza Rat. And Jared Goff is that shitty piece of New York pizza that somebody dropped in the subway. That the coach is trying to drag up the stairs. I think Jared Goff is the pizza rat. Maybe yeah. I, I see what you're saying because he's got to be a, a slice of pizza. I, I mean, he's just he's so bad. Honestly, it might even be offensive. The worst slice of pizza in New York City, still better than Jared Goff. I, I agree. Like, do you remember? I don't. I, I don't know if you remember this. I, that one night, I think I posted it on social media at the time when. Uh, when Nick D'Alessandro was living with me and I got really baked and I took the DiGiorno pizza out, like it was, it was coming apart. It was the most disgusting looking pizza ever. Like that's Jared Goff. And it I tasted- feel like Jared, I feel like Jared Goff, I feel like if somebody decided they wanted to make homemade pizza and they got like pizza dough and they got a can of sauce and they got some shredded cheese, and then they got rear-ended on the way home. I feel like <laughs> I feel like the mess that's on a bumper is Jared Goff. <laughs> He's like a deconstructed, never been, never actually prepared. He's like, if if a bear found my pizza fixings in the car and destroyed it before I could make pizza. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. He's a bear pizza. <laughs> I, I honestly don't think I've seen a fall like this. From a number one pick, where again, where he like he, he whether he deserved it or not is questionable or debatable, but he went to multiple Pro Bowl. You know, again, he was he was hidden through Sean McVay's brilliance, yeah, right? But I've never seen now where you're like, okay, this was the guy, and and let's not forget with him, that was a Jeff Fisher drafting. It's not like Jeff Fisher was known to be making smart decisions. Yeah, Mister Eight and Eight. That was a Jeff Fisher decision. Anyway, I've I've gone on too long about the Lions. Bengals are four and two. I know, I know, the Cincinnati fans won't let me hear it. Good luck though when the schedule gets tough. I'm such a hater. I am, I am such a hater. I'm openly a hater about it. 
I'm I'm an open hater. I I don't know. I like I like the Bengals. You think the Bengals make the playoffs? I I, I do. You do. I think they do. Because there's seven teams. Yeah, because there's seven teams. I think they might be the seventh. But okay, here's another question. You think the Bengals now? The Browns are below the map. The Browns are three and three. They got smashed yesterday. Yeah. Who finishes higher in that division? It's tough. It's tough. I mean, there's no way the three of them make it, right? It can't be Ravens, Bengals, and Browns. Not with the, I mean, you've got the AFC West. You you, you got to figure Chiefs and Chargers. Yeah. What? I don't know what the fuck that sound is. I didn't hear it. I can't hear it. Raiders are now four and two. Yeah. Broncos have been exposed as paper tigers. Well, we knew that. We yeah. Knew that. I, I called that a three and oh, remember? I said they've beaten the Jets, the Giants, and the Jaguars. We knew that. But I also picked the Broncos this week because I was like, well, the Raiders don't have a head coach. Raiders they came show- out and looked pretty good without a head coach. They showed up, man. Yeah. They showed up. And the Chiefs, dude, I, I mean, I, you know, like, look. There obviously- are cars out there going, we're going to do something a little different. I'm calling this one Spider 2Y Bandana. That's Bandana. <laughs> They're like, okay. Okay, Derek, we know what you're doing. Dude, I know they end up winning that game and they came back, but like. Some of these plays by Patrick Mahomes. What is happening with him, man? That that interception was the most reckless. You're in field goal range. Is it the curse of Jackson Mahomes? This guy's on the sideline dancing on the number of a dead safety. It's unbelievable. The disrespect. Is is, is there is now, there it's a more? Not, it's it's no it's no intentional disrespect because there's no way he knows what the fuck is going on. I mean, the idea that you could be so clueless that you're even TikTok dancing on sidelines. Is is there like on a scale of one to ten, his is like a hundred as far as punchable. Oh, it's the most cringeworthy. Like if it weren't for Russ like doing imaginary huddles yesterday, it would be the most it would be the cringeworthiest moment of the year. I think it's more cringeworthy than Russ. Russ is I, don't know. I, I think Russ, Russ is, is just schizophrenic at this point. Russ is out there with fucking throwing passes to drop dead Fred, you know, like, well, you know what Russ was doing? Russ was doing theater. Yeah. Which is really, a, which is really bad too. The cringiest thing I've ever seen. He's, he's dapping guys in an imaginary huddle. What the fuck is wrong with them? I don't know, man. I don't know. It was terrible. And then they had the nerve to be like, Drew Brees used to do that. I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't think Drew Brees was like patting guys on the ass that weren't there. Russ was like, like that was a Jameis move that Russ was doing. That was, yeah. That took Jameis to a whole new level. Yeah. Jameis is cringe, but he's out there like, he's he's playing dress up. Yeah. It is cringe, man. Or maybe he just has CTE. Do we do we know? Yeah. I mean, the guy had missed the start his whole career. He's taking a lot of hits. Was the CTE? If you're showing? Patrick Mahomes, though, like, don't you just tell the kid to stay home? Like, hey, man, I, take I, a I fucking agree. game off. That that's what I'm. That's what I was gonna say, like, dude. We we have brothers. Yeah, that's, your, that's what I'm I didn't saying. Talk like, to, I didn't talk to one for ten years. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, you know, your brothers have to step in sometimes. 
says, shut the fuck up, dude. Go away. Uh, but honestly, I know this is crazy. Like Patrick Holmes, as far as gifts, you know, arm strength, mobility, all the whole package together. Like he's probably the most gifted quarterback we've ever seen. Sure. Big, big, like big scouting gap that his wife and his brother are such absolute fucking disasters. And he brings them everywhere. Questionable decision making. It's a good point. That's what I would put on my scouting report. Questionable decision making. Look, I think he seems like, obviously, he seems like a nice guy and a chill guy. But at some point, he's got to say to them, this isn't about you, wife, brother. Like, even his, let's not forget his mom. His mom was going barking. You know, I think his mom, his mom's MAGA, if, I, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong. And she was saying some wild shit on Instagram, too. Yeah. Like he's got a whole circle and obviously you can't, you can't control family. I like, I get that. Like you can't pick your family, so to speak. You know, that's obviously the same. You, you can't. Yeah. I got, I got lunatic family for sure, but you do pick you who you're dating. You do pick who you're getting pregnant. You do pick your fiance. I am just, you know, the giants play the chiefs this year and I am just so excited that it happens in Kansas city because I don't know how I would handle it if Jackson Mahomes TikTok danced at ground zero that I would, as a New Yorker, that would, you know, that would be a little too much for me, you know, just, uh, you know, him down there. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. It's like, yeah, it's a, it's a nine 11 Memorial. Can we not, can we not do that? It's a little- do you, okay. Do you think I, I tend to agree with you, but, but I got to ask again. Do you think he had no clue he's dancing on the number 21? I, I think You're he right. Has, he has no clue Sean no Taylor is. He has no clue Sean Taylor is. He has no clue. He has no clue they're doing a Sean Taylor thing. He has no clue what fucking cities he's in. He's just on the plane in his phone thinking about what dance he's going to do. And he gets there. Questionable decision making. But this, this makes me want to question... You know, his future. Uh, what the, I that's what we're doing here. Like, right? Like at this point, like you said, no one's denying. He's twenty-one years old. That, that, that kid's twenty-one. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. Like you're twenty-one. Oh, he's got the most punchable face. I'm looking now. And to be honest, his wife has a punchable face too. I'm not trying to be a dick, but I'm just saying like they both have punchable faces. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like if, if, if you, okay, I'm going to ask you something serious. If they pulled money together and were like, how much would you put in to watch somebody just punch him in the face? Like I'd easily pay a hundred bucks to watch. Wow. But like, if they said, dude, we can get, a, we can get, I don't know if I'm supporting violence against him, but he definitely has a punchable face. You, you wouldn't want to see you do get lit up. It'd be kind of funny. I'll tell you what. If he was dancing, you know, on a literal grave again, I wouldn't be upset if he slipped and like, you know, tore his ACL. But like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I'm punch, 
paying for somebody to. I don't know if I'm putting a hit out on him. No, it's not a hit. We're doing a weird hypothetical where we've You're, gathered ten thousand. Yeah. We've gathered ten thousand people in the country who say, "What would each person no, pay?" I, I know what you're doing. You're GoFunding a hit. You're like, you're like Sammy the Bull, except you're working on fucking, <laughs> except you're working with GoFundMe. Hey, I've got a change.org uh, petition. Everybody can throw in a dollar. Also, though, he did sign that big contract. This is his worst year since the contract. Of course. Also, his defense sucks. Let's, let's just call it yeah. what it is. The guy's, the guy's pressing because he's like, I got to score 40 points a game because my defense is terrible. But that was one of the worst throws I've ever seen. But we're they're about to go on a little run, right? Of course, they will. That's what's going to happen. They're, they're too good. They're too good. Titan, Titans, Giants. And, and now's the time. And, and then, you know, Sunday, November 7th, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get our Packers test. And our Chiefs barometer all at once. And the Chargers I mean, Packers have Packers have the Cardinals week before, so they'll have a, a test for sure. But and the Chargers got smoked yesterday, absolutely smoked. So that division got even tighter. That was a big letdown game for me. I think watching it, like I was surprised. Big step back for the Chargers. Chargers defense has been suspect the last couple of weeks. Herbert did not look good at all. And I didn't, I didn't get to watch any of that at all. And Lamar, dude, Lamar, like I, I'll just say, we don't give enough. We don't give Lamar enough credit on the show. We just don't. I mean, he's, he's amazing. Uh, I I agree with you, but also like, he's got to get, get some playoff wins going. Right. Otherwise. What is this? Yeah, well, this Russell Westbrook of the NFL, it, you know, it's a fair assessment, he, but he's now the youngest guy under 25 to get 35. Like he, he's not just, like that team just turned around the minute he became the starter. Right. He's now the youngest under 25 to get 35 wins. Yeah, you're right. Now he's got one playoff win. He's been to three playoffs. He's got to win when it matters. I agree, but. No one's figuring him out. I, you know, I don't, I, I'm still on the train of like, how long can this last as far as just him taking hits? Right. Which, which, which is the same train I feel with running backs. You know, it's no different. Yeah. And that's, and, and that's also why it's like you, you've got to, he's, he's obviously an accomplished passer, but it's all based around that he could go at any moment. Sure. Right. And it's all based around the explosiveness of him running. And like you said, and I'm not wishing this on him. I think he's a, a he's awesome to watch. I have I have no rooting interest against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Um, I actually root for them a lot, but you know, a guy like that, it's one injury away here or there from being slowed, from being hampered, from being whatever. You got to win if this is the style that you're going to play. You got to win kind of soon. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's a good point. You're not going to be a 33 year old Lamar Jackson doing this, going deep in the playoffs. Now he can evolve. I'm not saying he can't, but this is what we talked about with Cam. He had a wall. He couldn't be a tailback anymore. And then he couldn't be in anything anymore. 
He won an MVP. He went to a Super Bowl. I think, I think, you know, you talk about coach quarterback, how important it is. And, and I think they just, they work so well together. I think him and Harbaugh, that's such a great match. And when the Ravens defense is, they, I mean, they just showed up yesterday. They looked great. Yeah. When that defense plays great and they have that run offense, you know, and the, the RPOs and they can control the clock. I mean, he had a, he had one really bad interception. He didn't see a guy and he knew it, but you know, quarterbacks do that. But you are right. I, I mean, look, he's a great quarterback. I, I just think it's funny how we, we never put him in our top five. We yeah. don't. You know, the guy won an MVP. Russell Wilson's never got an MVP vote. I, listen, I know. I'm just saying, like, I, you know. But, you know. He missed his first start. Like, like, like I, I hate to, I'm like you, I'm not whisking in. I'm not, you know, hoping injury at all, but. And he, and, and, and to be fair, Lamar Jackson also isn't like sitting on the sideline with his arm around a, an invisible guy talking his invisible offense coordinator, you know, Jeeves snorkel bottom or whatever the fuck Russ is doing out there. Oh man. Hey dude, Gino. He had him, and then he did the most. I mean, you're probably watching that as a as a Giants fan, saying that was the most Gino. Like you knew that was going to happen. Just the the obvious strip fumble. Yeah, and like not even as Giants. Like we barely even got to watch him as like nothing's been more offensive than the time that I had to watch him as the Giants starting quarterback. It's the it's the most offensive thing that's ever happened to me as a New York sports fan. But yeah, yeah, like dude, I'm in a confidence pool, and for you know, the picking the games every week. That was, I don't think that was my top one, but it was like this, the next one. Like I was just like, there's no chance the Seahawks win that game in my mind. Now they almost did. Yeah. Crazy. Still, even in, there was no point still where I was like, they're going to win this game. There was no point. Even though they almost did. I was like, they're not winning this football game. They're just not. I mean, Pittsburgh is is not good, Mm -mm. but they somehow that. Yeah, and they've somehow managed to win three games. Yeah. They're in the mix. They are in the mix, which is crazy. I mean, look. We don't... I got to keep remembering, we don't know what this... We don't. We don't know what this extra game means. We don't. Yeah. How much it can change playoff implications. I'm so impressed by Arizona, though, man. Like statement win of the year so With, far without their coach without their coach in cleveland yeah. yeah the minute i saw kingsbury wasn't gonna be there i go oh they're totally losing this game yeah in cleveland after a big like i, I to me just like a full-on statement win they're like no we are legit because every team so far that has had a moment of failure in one in one form or another where it's like either it was early but like Everybody has shown that they're beatable on any given day by a terrible team. You know, like the Saints aren't good. The Saints waxed the Packers, you know, like, so that's why it's like, oh, we're not talking about the Packers. We would be if they were six and L and we would be if they were five and one getting waxed by a team that like no one really thinks is good. Arizona just keeps stockpiling legit wins. Yeah. Great wins. And, and their defense has played, you know, for the majority of the year, their defense has looked really good. 
Yeah. And Cleveland now three and three. That's a tough spot for them. Especially with the division with, you know, you got Pittsburgh and Hunt. Did you see Hunt's injured? Yep. Pittsburgh getting a three and three. And, and honestly, your Bengals just going to keep on keeping on. Bullshit. Bullshit. You got Bengals. So here's the next six for your Bengals Ravens, loss, Vikings. No, 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 no. They've already played the Vikings. Oh, sorry. That's so I'm uh, looking. So, 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 so the Bengals' next six is at, at, sorry, uh, Ravens, Jets, Browns, Raiders, Steelers, Chargers. Oh, then Niners. Bro, that's, that's a tough because, you know, Jets suck. It's still in New York. I assume the Bengals win that game. At Raiders, Steelers at home, Chargers at home. They want to go to that game in Chargers gear. Nothing disgusts me more than Bengals fans, by the way. They're all gross. It's disgusting. I, I mean, I really am disgusted. I, I saw some, you know, and I understand. I saw some, but I saw, I went to, Trader Joe's before the games yesterday, and I see these fucking Bengals fans walking in. I just want to say, well, what are you doing? How do you like this notion that you have to support them because they're the team is is I, I don't agree with it. Just don't agree with it. Yeah, like honestly, you're supporting ISIS. You, you, you're supporting ISIS. You might as well support. Now, did Bengals. you watch any of the early morning game? That's the only other game I watched. I did watch some of it. I can't believe the Jags won. I uh, like the Dolph- dude. The Dolphins are a train wreck. To Tua, uh, let's talk about. I mean, like I've said it from wow. the beginning, but like Tua, uh, I, I just don't know how anybody ever thought. I know. I just don't know how anybody ever thought he was going to be good. We we both He's called not that good. He's not good. And honestly, the the Tua over Herbert thing, that's gonna that's gonna end up being fucking. You know, I know what you're saying. The, the guy the Bears the, drafted. Yeah. Or like Sam Bowie over Michael Jordan or whatever the fuck it was. You know what be, I mean? Like it's going to be uh, Mitchell Trubisky over it's Patrick be Greg Mahomes. Odin. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I mean, look, look, that's one we were pretty right on. It's like I just uh, and and Dolphins fans out there because I know they exist. I know there's people who still believe and I know there's people who have excuses. My quarterback, you can talk all about Daniel Jones all you want. Daniel Jones is like head and shoulders better than fucking Tua. Tua's bad. He doesn't look good doing anything. He doesn't look good throwing five-yard slants. Yeah. Well, I think I think they know the fact that Miami, at least from leaked reports, has really gone after or at least pursued Deshaun Watson. I think that's evidence enough right there. They know. And I mean, and I know Mac Jones obviously is playing well, but when we talk about Alabama quarterbacks, I mean, look, look right now in the NFL, every fucking receiver is from Alabama. Like, yeah. like they're just, they're just and running backs. out. Yeah. And running backs, like they're just pumping out. Oh, and defensive players. Oh, and offensive linemen. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's it's basically a minor league for the NFL. 
It's a farm league. So, I mean, that's what he, that's what he played with. And obviously he had a great career, but here's a, here's a good discussion actually of Bama quarterbacks. Who starts more games in the NFL, Tua or Jalen Hurts? I think Jalen Hurts because the Eagles are just too dumb. He's also not good. Every week he goes into the fourth fourth quarter with 15 passing yards. I mean, he does. Dude, you talk about you talk about that bullshit spread there. Oh my god, what was that? Ridiculous. That two point conversion. What was that? You got a question. I, I hate to throw my own people under the bus here, but you got a question. And Nick Sirianni now is clearly <laughs> knowing the point spread. Because your, uncle... your butt kept referencing it. Who? Joe Buck without oh, referencing it. Yeah. He's like, there's a lot of people who don't like that. There's a lot of people because I, Goldberg yeah. was texting me because I said, I said, dude, I got bucks at six and a half. And I said, and I called it when they started driving, not even, not even to midfield. I go, they're going to get it and they're not going to get a field goal. They get that ball down to fucking 11 yard line. They don't kick a field goal. Obviously, they run the clock out, but right. That two point, it made no but, sense. But Nick Sirianni's Uncle Dino is fucking stoked. <laughs> you did, you did good, Nikki. You did good. Hurts, you know, Hurts is good. For, you know, Hurts is good for, uh, you know what he's good for, though? He's good for fantasy. That's a, we're we're gonna have backdoor hurts soon. Yeah. Because because whole throw like that game, he rushed for two touchdowns. Yeah. Like, like he's good for fantasy because because instead of the running back, they have him running in from the one or two yard line. I said I tweeted it the other day. I said the, the Eagles got to get somebody who can throw the ball to Jalen Hurts. Yeah. That's what the Eagles offense is missing. Somebody who can get the ball to Jalen Hurts. I think it's not I, him. He can't, he shouldn't be the one doing it. I, I might agree with you. I think Jalen Hurts might start more games in the NFL than Tua. Oh, yeah. I think so. And, 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 and let's look. Flores was turning that, that team around. They went 10-6 and six last year. He's probably going to be fired this year. What they should have done, they should have stuck with your boy. Jacoby Briscoli? Fitz. Oh, obviously. We, of course. Dude, I'll tell you what, I, I look back. Can you imagine he'd be, he'd be happy and healthy in Miami. Instead, he goes to Washington. He gets taken out in an email scandal. <laughs> they got Ryan Fitzpatrick at Harvard.edu. They were like, before this comes out, we're just going to per se or hurt. He probably said something like everybody goes, he yells a cunt or something, you know, and they're like, you can't say the C word anymore. What are you way, doing, Fitzy? That's a good segue. You brought it up. Uh, the NFL. I mean, this, this is probably one of the funniest headlines I've ever seen. The NFL. Uh, this is the ESPN headline report. NFL finds no other current team personnel implicated in Washington football team email investigation. It's the most insane thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so they had 650,000 emails. And the only person who said some wild, fucked up offensive shit was John Gruden. Yeah. The only person. But then even in the Gruden stories, 
Like even the Kaepernick portion of the Gruden story is like, you keep talking. I'm going to kill a spider that I see. Okay. Uh, you know, Alan saying shit and, and fucking Gruden's brother saying shit. And like, they're calling for like the idea. It's like that other people are also participating in these conversations with John Gruden. And obviously those guys are already taken care of, but like, we're acting like he was talking to nobody. He was, he was talking to people. He was, he was having a conversations. Well, yeah, the, the Gruden one, he was having the conversation with, with what? Paul Allen, Bruce Allen, Bruce. Allen. Yeah. Yeah. So, so where's Bruce Allen's responses? Right. Dude, dude, I'm telling you, and you've said it before, the, the brilliance of the NFL's PR, it, it, it's, it's unlike anyone. I mean, any- uh, saying, saying they found nothing else in 650,000, that's like putting out a press report and being like, we don't find Russell Wilson's on-field antics cringe at all. It's like, how, how can you even write this? How, how dare you? The balls on you guys to say no one else in 650,000 emails. No one else said anything suspect. Okay. So what's what I'm curious about is, is what, so D Marie Smith, the right. The head of the NFL players association. Yep. You know, when, after they said that he tweeted out, our players deserve a full accounting of any other, NFL misconduct, which is why, once again, we call for the league to release all of the emails from the Washington investigation. Any evidence or knowledge that this has been suppressed must be brought to light. It's it's true. He's right. Of course. But again, no one's like, like, think about it. Group got fired last week. That was a week ago. No one, no, no one's asking about it. We're like the only ones who saying 650,000 emails. And the only person who said some offensive stuff was Gruden. And then you, you, you threw a grenade at Schefter for his reporting journalistic standards. I mean, to me, that's the ultimate smokescreen. They're like, okay, we got We got to get somebody else. Oh, Shefty. Yeah. We'll throw him under the bus. I mean, that was ridiculous what he was doing too, but. Mr. Editor. Yeah. Well, at this point, Schefter is just a mouthpiece for the NFL. Well, well, of course. Right. Like he, he can say he works for ESPN. Dude, you work for the NFL. Yeah. They, I mean, ESPN can say they work for Disney or whatever. Let's be honest. They work for the NFL. True as well. What, you know, ESPN without the NFL, like if the NFL just pulled, like said, you can't use our clips anymore. You can't air our games. You would, ESPN would immediately fall off. It'd be it would immediately go bankrupt. I agree. It's like Howard Stern on Sirius Satellite Radio. Like the day that guy retires, there's no such thing as satellite radio anymore. We're just not doing it anymore. A hundred percent. I mean, six hundred fifty thousand emails, dude. I I would take such enjoyment. Enjoyment is that's not a word. Enjoyment. Enjoyment. I take such enjoyment. Or you take such joy. Either one works. Just sifting through oh dude i would love to see what's in there what are you like i would love to see what's in those emails i mean you talk about dirt but no they uh they're like we, we did it for you nothing's in there 
Nothing. It's all, all the all the rest of it's just real straightforward football talk. A lot of X's and O's. You guys don't have to worry about that. Yeah, Look it over sucks. here. Here's Jackson Mahomes dancing on a dead body. Don't pay attention to the man <laughs> behind the, the emails. I know. It's so true, man. What emails? There's Jackson Mahomes dancing on a carcass. No, yeah. there's no emails. It's wild. Absolutely wild. Well, Joe, I, I noticed uh, you got the fresh uh, fresh shave. Or you need a fresh shave? You need a fresh I could, shave. I could use a shave. Yeah. Let go over the weekend. Did you, uh, did you bring your Harry's razors with you? I know you got some at home, right? I didn't. And the reason is because right before the weekend, I took the Harry's razor on you know Thursday evening and got it all fresh. And like, honestly... For me to make it all the way to Monday looking like this, pretty good. I think it's great. But I knew I could do that. I knew if I, I knew if I went with that, you know, five blade German engineered razor and, and oh, did it on Thursday, that I would make it straight through the weekend. Going old school in the read way back. Guys, uh, you can refill Harry's blades for just two bucks. I mean, it's just that easy. So Harry customers, you, if you get your starter set, so we'll start, we'll start you there with the starter set. It includes that five-blade razor, which Joe's talking about, the weighted handle. I used to say ergonomic, which was always a funny word for me to say. That foamy shave gel with aloe and a travel cover. It's a $13 value, all just for $3. And here's a fun fact. I, I don't know if I've said this in the show. Rest in peace, my father, Walter Ruther. He was a Harry's Razors hoarder. Wow. Did you find a stockpile of Harry's Razors? He would always ask for the Harry's razor blades for me. And I'm finally really delving into cleaning out my parents' uh, bedroom. I can now walk in there without having a complete emotional breakdown. So kudos to me. And uh, <laughs> dude, I, I was like, what are you doing, dad? He's you, walked, you walked in there a, a, a few months ago and there were so many Harry's razor blades. You're like, this is not a safe place for me. I'm going to get back out. I'll deal with this later on. Yeah, my dad, I mean, he loved, he loved his Harry's razor blades. He, he had so many. And uh, I was laughing with the brothers saying, look at all these Harry's razor blades dad had. Well, guys, there's never been a better time to try Harry's. Go to harrys.com forward slash dirty sports to get their starter set for just three bucks. It's 100% satisfaction guaranteed. So you've got nothing to lose. You really don't. Go to harrys.com forward slash dirty sports right now to get this special offer. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com forward slash dirty sports. And I will share a quick story before we hop over to baseball. Um, speaking of my parents' stuff, I'm not going to name names. It doesn't matter because he doesn't listen to the show. One of my brothers. Yeah. So like when, when you, when you go over it's stuff, Brad. it's, it's not, <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm already, I'm already knocking out one of, one of the four. Now, when you, when you deal with when somebody dies, right? Like you, you go over most of it's in the will, but you gotta go over like stuff, right? Oh, who wants this? Who wants that? My brothers have been great for the record. And the truth is nobody's really fighting over stuff and we still have too much stuff to get through. So I am, fuck it. I'll just say his name because it's too funny. I'm watching football two weeks ago. 
my brother Elliot's over and he's in my parents' bedroom. And I'm like, yeah, dude, just go through whatever. I'm watching football in the basement. He brings down the basement. My dad's toenail clipper. And he says to me, Hey man. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He goes, I'm uh, I need a toenail clipper. Would you no. care if I took this? And I said, I looked at him. I go, are you, are you joking? He goes, no, I, I need a toenail clipper. And I'm thinking, wait, you're going to take our dead dad's toenail clipper. That was on the nightstand. Like, like there's a lot going on there as far as one, you know, disgusting. Also like the emotional, like, wait, like when's the last time dad clipped his toenails? Right. So then he goes, I'm going to text the brothers and see if they care. And I'm thinking, don't do that. No, but I'm thinking, yes, I want to see how this unfolds. Like I don't tell him not to. So he texts the brothers and dude is one of the funniest exchanges I've ever seen. Like my brother, Greg was like, you're joking, right? Like he kept saying, this is a joke, right? No, no, I need, uh, I need some toenail clippers. And Greg sends him a link to Walgreens where you can buy new toenail clippers for $2.29. He's like, dude, just buy a new pair. Like, this is so gross. No, he took them. He Russell took Wilson's like, I think this is a totally normal conversation. Why wouldn't he? He needs them. Your dad had them. He's not going to use them anymore. Yeah, totally reasonable. Jameis Winston's like, yeah, man, eat that W on that free toenail clipper. <laughs> Greg Venmoed Elliot 229 like to fuck with him. He's like, dude, seriously, take my $2.29, buy toenail clippers. He took them. He legit took my dead dad's toenail clippers. It's like a scene out of Curb Your Enthusiasm. What is he doing? Oh, I needed a pair. Even if my dad wasn't dead, I don't use someone's toenail clippers. Yeah. Could you think of anything like, I don't know what's on that level as far as disgustingness. And I don't think he still doesn't understand how gross it is. Whoever can, can I have one of our Reddit uh, people put up a, you know, a poll or something like this about this one, because I feel like there's, I feel like this is one of those things where you're, we're going to be surprised at like what percent oh. people are like, yeah, totally reasonable. And I'd be like, oh, oh, 30% of our fans are fucking lunatics. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. And then he was trying to rationalize it. Dude, it was funny. It was like, well, you he know, was like, while I'm here, looks like he just opened this deodorant. He couldn't have used it more than four or five times. You're like, please don't. You can't. Well, that's what I was doing the other day. I was like showing him. I was like sending the brothers pictures of like, I don't know how many times dad uses toothbrush. It's totally, but it, you know, he, he used the, he used the line. Like, well, we always joked about my dad being tight. Cause I think, right. You have to be when you have a bunch of kids and you're putting them through private schools. So he's like, no, dad would approve. You know, dad was, dad was frugal. And my one brother was like, dad would not approve of you using his toenail clippers. He would say that's disgusting. Go spend two thirty at the store. Yeah, you're right. That's a Jameis Winston move. I okay. I gotta throw. Look, I love him. I gotta throw him under the bus one more time. I gotta throw him under the bus <laughs> one more time because the world, the dirtballs have to hear this. He doesn't watch sports. I, I love him. He's great. He doesn't watch sports though, and he's watching the games with me, and he's like. He sees the imaginary first down line and he goes, when did they start doing that? 
Wow. Uh, 25 years ago? Like, how long ago was that? I looked it up. I th- I think it was 2006. Okay. So it was like 15 years ago. Yeah. I could be wrong. Sounds think- about right. Thinking like, dude, have you not like have you just not been in front of a football game for 15 years? Yeah. It's not been on at the bar behind that, you. That's what I'm saying. Like, you haven't been in an event at somebody's house. Like you watch the Super Bowl? Is you haven't watched a Super Bowl in 15 years? No, he's he's busy up there trying to, you know, get my dad's old nose hair trimmers. He's got stuff to do. Unbelievable. Well, Joe, we'll get to MLB. I, real quick, I, I want to say there's some bad news. Friend of the show, Ed Orgeron, is not going to be coaching any longer. Listen, I'm not even a big college football fan. Well, I think this is I think this is a major disrespect. The dude won a national championship two years ago. How is this possible? Well, I think I think the college game. I, I think you're gonna get fired quicker than the NFL. Clearly, um, now a lot of people cite his record with and without Burrow. Like it's what's bad. Burrow's record with and without Orgeron? Well, I don't know that. I mean, why am I even bothering? I barely watch college football. Let's just, we got the guy's fucking phone number. Just get the guy on the phone. Coach O, you there? Uh, you know I am, Andy. I've been waiting here on hold. I've been waiting here on hold for longer than, than LSU gave me a chance to win football games. You know, I, I heard what you said there about the, uh, the college football. We're going we gonna to fire coaches real quickly. Well, I remember, I remember this old Louisiana State University winning a championship under one Nick Saban, one of the greatest football coaches ever walked planet Earth. That old grass face eating Les Miles comes in with the same damn roster, wins that buys him 15 years of football. Oh, we're going we gonna, to we gonna fire people if they don't, if they don't do well. Unless that person is Les Miles at Louisiana State University. This guy here, fingering every co-ed come in his office, <laughs> ain't winning shit. If the guys don't have Nick Saban's pat on the ass, and this guy going to last 10, 12, 14 years, Coach Ed Orchard come in, turn Joe Burrow in front of the fall, there's some chili eating back up from Ohio. Into the number one overall goddamn pick. Smoking cigars in the locker room. Drinking a scotch on the sideline like he Dean fucking Martin. <laughs> Getting paid $30 million in the NFL. And they're like, coach, you lost two games. We got to get rid of you. I'm a call racism. Racism against you, against white people? I don't know what else it could be. (laughs) They don't like the cut of my jib. They don't like how I talk. Oh, now everybody going, oh, we we ain't going to have have a coach Ed Orgeron down there talking all uh, occasion talk anymore. Who you going to get in here? 
I hope they got a national championship in the last two years. Or they're fucking downgrade. Pardon my Creole. Now, now, Coach, what was more surprising, at least from my vantage point, was that this news leaks right after a big win that you guys had against Florida. Yeah, that was surprising for me, too. I'm not going to lie, Andy Russo. <laughs> I'm out here fighting gators, rolling around in the mud, coming out with a W and a gator head for my, to mount on my fucking wall. And then, pardon my French Creole. And then they're going to have the audacity to be like, oh, also, Coach, if you wouldn't mind coaching the rest of the season. If you wouldn't mind taking your tongue and licking from my asshole to the underside of my nutsack. And so now I'm interim head coach for myself. I've been an interim head coach for a lot of people. But I ain't never thought I was going to be an interim head coach for myself. That's some backward ass Louisiana shit. Oh, Coach Ed Orgeron, interim head coach of Ole Miss. Oh, Coach Ed Orgeron, interim head coach of University of Southern California. He take over for this guy. He take over for that guy. Now he take over for he. He take over for me. Me take over for me. Coach, if you wouldn't mind just coaching the rest of the season. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's going to go so well. Also, since I was once the interim head coach of the University of Southern California, if you guys want to give me a call, I am available. I guess you can get old finger hands, Urban Meyer, or old sticky finger, finger hands. Last month. Hey, I'm the only guy available to coach college football. I ain't been fingering girls every goddamn chance they get. You know why? I got a gigantic national championship ring on it. I can't be fucking getting dirty. Not one of those old ass. I got one of the big ass 2019 champions when they make them big. I ain't got one of those less mile fucking pinky rings. I ain't got one of those urban mile ones. Come on. One thing I learned about you, Coach, that was really surprising as I've gone to your Wikipedia over the last day since this news came, you're only 60 years old. You you thought I was older than that? I thought you were older, Coach. Oh, what, what made you think I was older than that, Andy Ruther? My jet black hair and my world strongman physique? Don't take this the wrong way. Just, you know, how you speak, Coach. You kind of referred to it earlier. Oh, the way I, the, the way I talk, the, the, the sound of my voice? Yes. Yeah, I don't know if you know what it takes to coach high school kids becoming men. You got to yell at them a little bit. Yeah, when I first started, when I was an assistant, I would come out there and talk like this. Now I fucking be yelling so dang long. <laughs> My vocal cords are strained. Coach, yeah, well, I, I I never thought of it. You know, I'm looking at your record. It really is. It, it does stink, Coach, because, you know, when you started as an interim, I mean, these, these are your records real quick. You started as an interim in 2016. You went six and two, nine and four, 10 and three, 15 and 0, five and five, four and three. 
And you've won three of your four bowl games in that, including the Sorry, National I couldn't Cup. win a championship last year when they tell us three days before the season, oh, by the way, forget the global pandemic, we're going to play some football. Sorry, I was ill-prepared for a season when the entire state of Louisiana is on fire with COVID-19 that I couldn't go seven and two. Well, Coach, I have to ask, now that you're no longer going to be a coach when the season ends, what do you have planned? Do you want to keep coaching? Do you want to take some time off? Andy Ruzan might be coaching in one fashion or another until I this until God puts me in the ground. If I ain't get hired by no uh, collegiate football team, well, you better get me a double-wide chair over there on your fourth-grade basketball bench because I'll be yelling at some toddlers. Coach, I don't think fourth graders are toddlers. Oh, amen. That's for sure. Three stages of life, you ask me. Toddler, manhood, dead. (laughs) Coach, I know this is a tough time for you, and I really just want to thank you for taking time out of your day to give us some insight into what's going on with you and your future. Yeah, it's a real tough time for me. Louisiana State giving me $17 million not to work. How am I going to recover? What what in God's name will I do? Maybe I'll go, maybe I'll go full Gerald Burrow. Have me a nice glass of scotch and a cigar and a pile of money. Guess what? I don't care if I end up coaching a team with mascots, the Beavers. I don't care if I end up going to coaching a green wave, a fighting English, a bulldogs. Until that's official, anybody who ever doubt Coach Ed Orgeron and, and, and absolutely every, every single one of them boosters over there at Louisiana State can suck my tiger dick. And I'll let you know when I, whenever I do get hired exactly what kind of dick you can suck. I I let you know if you be sucking my bulldog dick, my beaver dick, sucking my Roman Catholic. What what is your what's your team's mascot? Suck my little Crusaders. You know, Crusader dick. We come into your town, we spread in Catholicism, and you sucking my dick. <laughs> Coach O, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. I am available all times, whether I am employed as a head coach or not, to come on and give you my opinions on the show. You guys have never, ever wavered in your support for me, Coach Ed Orgeron, and I appreciate it. Wow, I'll tell you what. It's it's uh, it's always a pleasure having him on, and I just love that three stages of life from Coach O is toddler, manhood, dead? Death, yeah. Brilliant and dark. You know what? It's what sucks the most is you just love hearing the guy and and we're going to have to keep bringing him on occasionally, but you know, without him coaching, he's not in the news as much, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. He'll get hired somewhere. Yeah. I hope so. And he's right. 
not, not a bad, not a bad deal for him to just make a lot of money to not coach. You want to talk a little baseball playoffs? I think give him the give him the Lions job. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I like to see that. You want to talk a little baseball? Yeah, let's do it. Why don't we start off this? We'll we'll, we'll go back to Thursday. The the uh, the wild swing heard around the world. Yeah. Let's let's play a call. Let's play a call from a dirt ball. Who's not liking it? What's going on, boys? This is uh, the depressed Sixers fan, also known as the now depressed San Francisco Giants fan. Holy fucking shit! This this is uh, dude. I want to commend Prano for how fucking spot on he is about Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer is a piece of human trash. He's absolute garbage person. Fraud. Everything about him is a fraud. Fake facade. Tough guy. All this shit. And the way that you fucking end the year with the fucking check swing appeal, that's a terrible call. Oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Major League Baseball, man. You got to figure your shit out. Oh my goodness! Holy shit! Long call. I'm high. I'm mad, and the game just ended. And I don't know. It's a. It was a really bad way to end that game. Oh, bad way to end that game. A bad way to end that series. Yeah. A bad way to end a historic baseball rivalry where they they finish a game apart but like this season they those teams go back and forth i believe it's the most played the oldest rivalry in the history of baseball and you're going to end on the it was such a and here's the thing well, well i'm glad the caller agrees with me and there was just no there's no denying it at this point like Max Scherzer's whole fraud. It's, it's such a shameful and fraudulent facade. But that being said, I've never once said that he's not an incredible pitcher. So what's the, what's the fraud though? Like, is it just like the tough guy thing that, that you yeah. still have issues with? It's the whole, and it's the, yeah, it's the whole thing that like, I just feel like you have to work so hard to like, always think about being doing this thing that he is, you know, this this I don't know. It's literally like I saw I saw somebody literally say I never knew why they called it a bullpen until I saw Max Scherzer, you know, stomping at you know scraping at the ground like a bull trying to get out the out into the ring. It's like it's just the the, the facade. It's just so much work. It's so much theater to me. And then also again. You know, I always knew that, but then for him to like tear down the the curtains of the theater when he's like, also, I'll only pitch for one fucking team. Uh, but he's an incredible pitcher. You got, you've got fucking Wilmer Flores. Oh, two. How do you make that call? Like, how do you make that call? It what it tells me is like, first of all, 
you're not watching the game because it wasn't even close. And two, you're not thoughtful of the moment. How can you make that call? Well, they, well, you know, I know Dodgers fans are crying that they missed the check swing earlier in the game. Uh, who hit the home run? The two-run homer to tie it. What was his name? Um, Four of the Giants. Yeah. Well, the the guy. It was a it was a it was a solo homer, right? That was it. A solo? Yeah, it was a yeah. solo. You're right. You know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, but but that. Like Dodgers fans, kill yourselves. That has nothing to do with anything. A one swing in the middle of a game means nothing in comparison. You called. It was such a, it wasn't even close. Yeah. It wasn't even close. You can't, how do you call him out on that when it's not even close to end the series? Especially against Max Scherzer, where like he doesn't need your help. It isn't your help getting out Wilmer Flores. Yeah, it's, I mean, it was, I've never seen anything like it in my lifetime. Especially it's, like it's, it's the baseball equivalent of the Rams Saints game. Yeah, and especially like that was like that was like past twelve thirty East Coast. You know, I stayed up. I was tired. I was like, I got to stay up for this. This game's epic. And you stay up, and you're like, how's this going to end? And it's uh, it's just a letdown. It's just a let. It's a letdown from fandom, from a fan's perspective, with with zero rooting interest for either team. It's it's a letdown. You don't want to see a game end that way. It sucks. Yeah, baseball is just a mess, though. It's a mess. There, for there not to be a system in place other than hey, a uh, guy over there who's clearly not watching. Do you want to guess what just happened to end this series? You want to I mean, flip a coin in your head? You could you could tell, like, for me, what was obvious is, like, to see the reaction from Ron Darling and hear Immediate. it. Immediate. Immediate. That's terrible. Awful call. Again, again, a guy who has no stake for either None. team. And, and when the announcer says that, it's not good. It's a totally missed call. And, and maybe that's what's happening now with the Dodgers, right? Maybe karma's coming around. I don't know. They lose back-to-back games in the ninth. They're in a, a tough deficit right now. I hate it. This, the baseball playoffs are in a situation where, like, I'm the pain. It's painful for me to root for anybody. I'm literally rooting for the Astros to win the World Series at this point. That's how far we've come with this, the, the the teams that are left. And now I'm rooting for the Dodgers to go to the World Series. I'm gonna root for these fucking assholes. But like you said, karma. They, 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 I would say 99.9% chance they win that game anyway. But like, sure, f- fuck to do it that way. It's horrible. Yeah, it was a bad way to end the game. It was awful. Like I said, like I said, I don't remember. Excuse me. I don't remember a game ever ending like that in such a epic series a back and forth series. like you said a, a season that was epic between the two teams for two teams to win that many games i mean it was just it was just I, I don't know what to compare it to in real life like something i've built up so much and it was just such a letdown when it happened 
maybe that's like the equivalent of when people lose their virginity. I don't know. Like that's the only one I can think of, right? Like on the top of my head, when you're like, "Wow, that was it." That was kind of bad. But I would argue this is worse. This is this is just a shitty way to end. And then and then their first ever playoff meeting. Oh, I didn't know that. That's a that's a fun fact. Horrible. Yeah. And like and 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 like the six hundred fifty thousand word email. Major League Baseball is just like, no, it's fine. No, don't worry about it. Just no accountability whatsoever. This guy's not going to ump another game this year. You can't blow a game like that. Is he umping or are you? I'm certain he is. So he is umping another game. I'm certain he is. Yeah, that's bad. It's real bad. Sucks. We got a uh, we got a call. I'm, I want to play. Speaking of like bad endings and wild stuff, I'm gonna play this call. 310-359-8365 is the hotline. If you guys have calls, leave them. Um, and, and I'll play them if, if I think it's it's worthy of the show. And uh, I don't know if you saw this, but I did. But I'm going to play the call. It's, yeah. This is actually pretty funny that it's connected to me. What's up, Dirty Sports? It's Jonathan from Memphis. I have not called in in about seven years. But I've been listening this entire time. I've even got my brother, Alex, uh, to listen to the show. Just wanted to say the Ruther curse strikes again. And he was asked uh, what college he would be a trainer at. And he picked Tennessee. Sure enough, Saturday's game against Old Miss, Tennessee fans just showed their ass. They threw mustard, a golf ball, water bottles, just all types of trash at uh, their own players, their own cheerleaders, at Wayne Kiffin, all over the field. They delayed the games for 20 minutes. Just want to get your thoughts on that. The Ruther curse strikes again. Stay dirty, boys. Guy's got a deep-ass voice. Yeah. There was it was so weird when they when I saw the highlights of that like, dude we're ch- we're like girls can't bring purses and stuff like that but guys can bring mustard. <laughs> yeah, what was going on? A guy can bring you. Uh, uh, sorry, sir, we can't give you the bottle cap for your water. But yeah, you can bring a nine iron and a golf ball. I thought <laughs> the same thing. I go, who's who's got golf balls on him? <laughs> who's walking into the game with a? pocket full of golf balls that was wild why'd they go crazy like that i don't know it was some sort of controversial call right Had yeah to- but like i've never seen like where like, i haven't seen it like where it's just like they're just going like where you again you're seeing the home team's cheerleaders shield themselves and running i've had enough i'm throwing the mustard dale don't throw them i'm throwing the mustard yeah, we need that mustard. You know, I'll, I'll Venmo you 229 to get a new mustard. I'm throwing the mustard. I think I saw toenail clippers fly out yeah. there, too. Yeah. Fuck it. Well, if you're throwing the mustard, I'm hitting this golf ball at him. You got a tee? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, that clip where Lane Kiffin's talking to the ump or the ref and she gets hit with a golf ball. One of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Is it really my fault, though? It is kind of funny. I will say it is funny that literally last episode, I picked Tennessee. And this wild shit happens. Yeah. Two days later. That's it. Oh, man. I'd still I'd still like to go there. You know, I'd be, I'd be an athletic trainer. I don't know now anymore. <laughs> I don't know if I've been to a game where they've gotten like that. Just see you in the in the training room. What we got here? I uh, took a nine uh, a nine iron to the neck. Uh, have you thought about rubbing some mustard on it? <laughs> like when I went to that USA Mexico. CONCACAF, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. With Majid in 2016. Yep. No, it was 2015. You know, people would chuck their, they, they'd take their full beers, which were in cups at the Rose Bowl. And, and they, I mean, it was wild. Like the whole game, people were just spraying. Yeah. But that's like, that's just liquid. Yeah. I mean, and Majid had the goalie gloves full of nachos. He had the souvenir goalie gloves, nachos. <laughs> it's great. You can wear them after you just clean the cheese out. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know, you know what's crazy? I, I bet you I'd put that. I would. I bet you I'd put that event, top 10 sports events I've seen. It might even creep in the top seven, eight. Seeing a USA Mexico game at the Rose Bowl with the sun yeah. setting in the fall, and the fact that the crowd, no lie, is like ninety percent Team Mexico. It was wild, dude. And I was wearing a Mexico shirt. To the people were so confused by that, like they all thought I was rooting for Mexico. Like when they would score, they're grabbing me. You know, there's a lot of Me- there's a lot of Mexicans who look like me. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably darker skinned than uh, you're fool. Is that goalie gloves full of nachos? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, who gets an entire full-size baseball helmet and just mows them down? Like, when you're hungry, I'm getting like a hot dog or two and a burger. The first base umpire, Gabe Morales, is like, that is a great call right there. <laughs> I, I absolutely think that's what you should get. That was when we knew he wasn't prepared. He wasn't qualified to ump a playoff game. When he was like, "Absolutely, get the helmet, not just." Well, Joe, we got a we got a Monday Night Football game. We should probably put on, yeah, and uh, wrap this bad boy up. I need it. It's Bills. I think I'm down four right now. I got to pull back within three. I need a Bills win. Yeah, Bills. Uh, Bills Titans. Guys, uh, give us a ring three one zero three five nine eight three six five. We love when we get podcast reviews. I can send you two koozies in the mail free. So leave your Twitter, Instagram handle on that. Joe, I know you got a lot of dates coming up. First things first, this weekend in La Jolla at the comedy store with uh, Eddie Ift. And uh, shows were, um, there was a moment where it looked like maybe the shows weren't going to happen. And I don't know if you heard this news, uh, but you know, former guest of our show, 
Eddie's father-in-law, Diesel, passed away. Oh, I didn't know. Suddenly, yeah. So send Eddie Ift some love, but he's fighting through. He's he's still doing La Jolla. I'll be there with him this weekend. Um, so tough, tough week for the Ift clan. And and he but, just uh, lost his mom too. Yeah. Terrible. So, but we'll be down there in La Jolla doing some shows. Come see that. Or uh Go to my website, joeparent.com. I'll be putting up some dates soon. Follow me on Instagram. I always put dates there. I'll be traveling a lot with Eddie in the next couple of weeks. Some dates on the East Coast. And uh, yeah, just follow me at Joe Prano on everything except for Twitter or at Fix Your Life. All right, guys. Why does my voice keep doing that? I'm like dehydrated. Something. I need to go uh, get some water or something. All those miles I'm running. All right, that's the show. Much love uh, for supporting us. We'll be back on Thursday. Enjoy the start of your week. Don't use someone's old toenail clippers. That's the one thing I'm just going to leave you guys with. But most importantly, always stay dirty.